into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They are the best in the business. They'll get you in your comfort zone at Brymac Mechanical. Two Rivers Ford, where the Built For You program will get you any Ford, any color, with any customizable accessories and get it delivered right to your door. I'll tell you more about how you can go about that process and what exactly that means later on, tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address without the stress, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans and the Preds and me. And, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A2Z Sports gets you in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you're betting college basketball or, for example, the Grizzlies and the Nets on ESPN, John Morant having the opportunity to show out and show off in front of a nationally televised audience, uh, a lot of fun between uh, – actually, is Ja playing tonight? No, I don't think – I don't know that Ja's playing tonight. That's right. He had, a, he had a knee injury. I just literally turned on the game. So I'm not sure if Ja's playing tonight. Anyway, DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A to Z Sports. My bad. <laughs> I got distracted. So, this is a big day for Titans fans, right? You get Robert Woods traded here um, from the Los Angeles Rams. He had a press conference today. We carried it live on the air on the radio show. And with everything uh, with everything that you have gone through this offseason, you're kind of looking at it and saying, okay, Arms race in the AFC, clearly and obviously, like the biggest transactions in the NFL this year have almost exclusively come from the AFC, which is, of course, where the Tennessee Titans reside. And in fact, Evan Kaplan of ESPN had this stat, what, eight minutes ago. All but one of the biggest trades this month have resulted with the player on an AFC team. Tyreek Hill to the AFC, well, in inter-AFC. Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, Devontae Adams, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, and Carson Wentz. Those are the biggest transactions in the league so far in the last calendar month, and they've all been players that either have been traded from one AFC team to another or have been traded from the NFC to an AFC team. So with the Titans and Robert Woods, you were looking around and saying, okay, there's a lot to like about what this trade represents, even if it wasn't the big money contract in the first couple of days of free agency that a lot of people wanted them to get in on the action on. And I totally understand that. So I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take because I'm curious how you guys feel about the situation with Robert Woods on the Tennessee Titans. In fact, I want your what was your first reaction? to the Titans trading for Robert Woods. This transaction was first reported on Saturday, not made official until today. I want to know what your initial reaction to the trade was, and we'll talk about it together. You'll hear from our buddy Greg Cosell of NFL Films on what he thinks of Robert Woods later on in the show, right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That is, of course, Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is in Mount Juliet, They are the best in the business. They have been doing business with honesty and integrity since 1983 here in Middle Tennessee. And now they offer you the Built For You program. You can do what I did. Say you want, so I'll tell you what kind of car I got. So I got a Ford Explorer 
2022 Ford Explorer XLR. That was the vehicle that I chose. Then they asked me what color I wanted it. I said I wanted it in jet black. They got me my jet black 2022 Ford Explorer XLR. They said, what kind of accessories do you want in it? I said, I want the radar controlled cruise control. I want the heated steering wheel. I want a moon roof. I want the captain's chair, third row seating. I want it all. Load this bad boy up. And they said, okay. They built the exact vehicle that I wanted with all the exact specifications that I wanted. And they got it to me in what? Like a month and a half. It was barely any turnaround time at all. You can do the same thing with any Ford vehicle that you choose. If you want an Explorer like I got, you can do that. If you want a Bronco, you can do that too. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what was your first reaction to the Titans trade for Robert Woods? Because I'm curious to know, you know, he's been around for a decade at this point, right? Almost, almost a full decade in the league. This is year nine or rather, Robert Woods has played nine seasons thus far. This season in Tennessee will be his 10th. So he will have been in the league for a decade now. And drafted in 2013 uh, by Buffalo out of USC, went to the LA Rams in free agency in 2017, which I believe was the season that they made the Super Bowl run, gets injured in the middle of the 2021 season, which is, of course, where they won the Super Bowl. He has been a productive player and was a productive player throughout the majority of the regular season for him. And then in speaking to him today at a press conference, he said he just, you know, he caught the ball. He he cut it. He tried to cut up field. The knee, uh, the knee didn't respond the way that the knee has responded every time he's done that, uh, every other time in his career, and torn ACL all of a sudden. Now, he said the rehabilitation process is going well. Uh, he said that Mike Vrabel and the uh, the Titans organization said, don't put a timeline on anything. Don't give them any kind of injury updates other than you're, all, you're progressing the way that you want to progress. Blah, 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 right? He's immediately indoctrinated into the culture, the injury culture of the Tennessee Titans. But, you know, I feel like Robert Woods, I, I don't know how many people know of Robert Woods, like really know who he is, what kind of player he is, unless you, you you're one of these people who, you know, either like me, who covers this stuff every day and whose job it is to know not just the players on the team that you cover, but players around the league and the, uh, and all of the, all of the, all of the different, you know, people are in fantasy football. You probably know who Robert Woods is like, he's been around for a long enough time, but I don't necessarily know that like when Titans fans, a lot of Titans fans heard the name, Hey, Robert Woods, they got it. They got themselves excited. I'm not sure. Uh, but for, um, for captain trips, he says woods can get open and has good hands. That was his first reaction. Uh, Mark Jones says he will fit in our system so well. He is a Titan. He is Titan material. I don't know what that means, Mark, but whatever your definition of I Titan material might be apparently Juju Smith Schuster is not that. And I, you know, I just don't necessarily know that you need the skill set that Juju offers, but you know, Kansas city thinks he's good enough to play for them. So why is he not good enough to play for the Titans? Anyway, Mark, uh, MB says first reaction, another injured guy that probably won't be ready for game one. Why do we keep doing this? And yeah, I mean, I get it. Like I get it. Right. I totally understand that kind of reaction. Uh, cause yeah, you, you definitely have a type as an organization. You like to find players, uh, who can be had at value. Robert Woods is definitely a player who can be had at value, even though he signed a lucrative extension prior to the 2020 season. 
if my memory serves correctly. Um, he is somebody who is coming off an ACL. Now, injuries, a ACL is a season-ending injury, right? But so much more routine. Um, we saw how much better Taylor Lewan and Bud Dupree both played down the stretch after their seasons got off to shaky starts uh, at different points, right? They There were games and they were unavailable. So maybe they're ready for, maybe Robert Woods is ready for week one, but maybe he's not available for week five because he played in week one, right? That kind of a thing. So, you know, why you keep doing this? Well, because you need to find different ways to win, right? You need to find ways to win with veteran contracts all over your, all up and down your roster because you've got a lot of good players and you're trying to keep as many good players as humanly possible while still adding players who can improve your roster. And when I talked to Greg Cosell about Robert Woods today after Robert Woods' press conference, uh, I don't know how anybody could be upset about this acquisition. So when when you say that Robert uh, Woods is one of your favorite players to study on film, Greg, and you've you've outlined what he what he does and how he functions so well, but what it is what is it about the way in which he operates that you enjoy putting on the tape of Robert Woods? The nuance, the detail, the subtlety with which he plays. He understands the receiver position. He understands how to run routes. He understands how to attack corners. Um, he understands how to find voids in zone. It's all there on the tape and just the effort he gives as a blocker in the run game. You know, no one would say he's a top three receiver in the league because he's not a vertical dimension. We don't think of Robert Woods and immediately think big explosive plays like we do with some other receivers who tend to be in that category. But he's just so efficient in everything he does. And my guess is that he will really bring a lot to this team just in terms of attitude, approach, day to day. I hate to use a cliche, but it's true in this case of being a professional and the right way to go about doing things. That's Greg Cosell of NFL Films. Like, Greg doesn't do hyperbole, right? Like, Greg's whole thing is the film is the film. The film doesn't have an opinion. The film is the film. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I see on film, and then I give you my analysis of the film. And if you don't like that, it's not an opinion. It's just what I see when I watch that. And Greg's like the OG of film study, right? At least from a media person standpoint, like before Mina Kimes and before you had all kinds of different media analysts. And, and Greg's been doing this alongside a lot of people like you know, Sal Palantonio and Ron Jaworski, right? Like OGs of, of NFL media type stuff. Greg's not going to gaslight you. And so when Jay Tyrus says, and I think this is the reaction of a lot of people, and I'm, I'm glad that Jay said this because it's an honest reaction. He says the big mistake was reading, quote, Titan shopping for either DK Metcalf or Robert Woods. So I got super excited for DK, AJ's buddy, only to be super disappointed that we ended up with Woods. And by the way, like I saw a couple of, a couple of you guys brought that up to me, sent me uh, DMs on, on Instagram or Twitter or tweeted at me about DK Metcalf. I had never, um, and it doesn't mean that somebody else had heard that they were shopping for DK Metcalf, but I had I had zero sense that the Titans were ever sniffing around DK Metcalf, or frankly that the Seahawks were shopping him. I saw one tweet right after the Russell Wilson trade that said something about Seattle shopping DK, but I cannot remember who that came from, whether it was a credible source or not, or just something that popped up on my timeline because everything was Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, oh God, fire sale in Seattle, right? Which wasn't the case. Like, that's the only player that they moved um, was Russell Wilson. You haven't seen them get rid of Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, 
Um, I mean, Jamal Adams, like there's, I, there's not a ton of great players in Seattle anymore, by the way. And that happened maybe not very quickly, but it seems like it happened rather quickly, at least as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, I get that, right? If you saw somewhere, they, oh my God, the Titans are interested in DK Metcalf. Well, sure. Everybody's interested in DK Metcalf, but are they actually pursuing it? Um, not nothing, nothing concrete from what was my understanding. So, but I do think a lot of people got that passed around. Again, you got to be discerning about where you get your about where you get your information. But you know, if not everybody has time to make sure that they're fact checking to make sure that it's the exact right source that it needs to be coming from, or that the person that you are receiving it from on the internet is a, an actual credible credible NFL reporter. Like people, people get caught up sometimes. Totally get that. It's an exciting idea, but. Not a real one. Uh, ba- Boban. Boban. Oh, not that Boban, I assume, but uh, another Boban. Very nice to have you in the chat tonight, Boban. Says he is a top five blocker that f- fits in perfectly as well. He's He is such a great player from an all-around aspect. And honestly, like, yeah, I get ACL tear, injured player, like, oh, God, here we go again, whatever. But he is everything that you want. He's exactly what you've been asking for. In a, in a wide receiver, too. He's exactly what you've been asking for to compliment A.J. Brown. He's exactly what you're asking for a few years older than what you wanted Corey Davis to turn out to be, right? How perfect of a pairing did that look, right? I mean, right until like the final quarter of the season in 2019. Well, no, I guess that would have been 2020. In 2020, when Corey started to kind of... Corey faded a little bit, right? And and he they, he was clearly dealing with something in the playoff game against Baltimore because he was sidelined for a, a good portion of the second half of that game. So like there's there's things with Corey that I don't necessarily think are are fair judgments of him, but it feel it felt like in 2020 when the offense was humming and you were scoring more than 30 points a game, like Corey Davis and AJ Brown were the pair that you wanted to keep. And then, you know, pandemic finances retracted the salary cap. Couldn't keep Corey Davis. So now you get Robert Woods, who's everything that Corey can be. He's not fit, he's not as physically gifted. He's not as physically overwhelming and athletic as Corey Davis is, but he does all of the things that you need him to do. And he is so damn consistent in the way that he goes about his route craft. Again, I want you to listen to Greg Cosell's analysis of this because you know it's about creating explosive plays, but it's not necessarily you don't have to out athlete, you don't have to. Tyreek Hill people to death. There's only there's only one Tyreek Hill, right, that can create those kind of explosive plays. Otherwise, you have to find other ways to get open and create explosives. And that's exactly what Greg and I talked about and something that Robert Woods is going to help them create once again like they did in 19 and in 2020 so well under Arthur Smith. You know, how the, how the Titans are going to keep up with everybody else where offensive efficiency seems to be the priority these are two moves that make sense from a practical standpoint without knowing how they're going to be implemented outright. Correct. So the big question with the Titans, before I just mentioned uh, Woods in particular, who's been one of my favorite players to watch on tape over the years, um, the key is philosophy. The bottom line in today's NFL, and there's many ways to do it, so keep that in mind, but you must create explosion plays on offense. Yeah. You so however you choose to do it, that must be the objective. Now we've seen the Titans be a run first team, and certainly Derrick Henry can give you explosive plays 
maybe like no other back in the league. That can happen. But percentage-wise, explosive plays come out of the pass game far more than the run game. So they need to find a way to create those explosive plays in the pass game. Now, it can happen off play action and use the run game as a foundation. But as we've discussed before, and it's still valid, at some point, your pass game must be able to operate independently of your run game. That has to happen if you're going to be, I don't want to say consistent week to week, because every week presents a different challenge, but that has to happen in any given week, because you never know what a given game will present. It's obviously one reason why they went out and got Robert Woods. Robert Woods is a really, really good player. You wouldn't call him a vertical dimension, but he's a terrific route runner. He understands how to get open. He's He can beat man. He can beat zone. Look, he came from a place that has a very expansive passing game approach. My guess is they will talk to him about that a little bit and try to have him add some of the concepts and principles that he understands and knows from the Rams and hopefully integrate and incorporate that into what the Titans do. Um, and the other thing, and we know this is important for the way they play, Robert Woods is one of the best blocking wide receivers in the NFL. And that's really important because no matter what I say, and they don't care what I say, nor should they, but yeah. the bottom line is they're not going to go away from handing the ball to Derrick Henry. So that's Greg Cosell's analysis of the offense now with Robert Woods. We'll get to more of your comments here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Commercial, residential, Brymac has you covered. They're out. Their main location is in Clarksville, but they've got three total locations that can make sure to put you in your comfort zone. So give them a call at uh, or go visit their uh, website rather at B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical at Brymac.com. So your first reaction to the Robert Woods trade was what? Because I think there is a lot of there is a lot of misunderstanding about who this player is and how important he was to the Los Angeles Rams. I, I think I've told you this guy that this, uh, I think I've mentioned this on a, on another night this week. I've certainly talked about it on the radio show. So forgive me if I'm not remembering specifically, but there was a great article written in the athletic by Jordan Rodriguez about just how big a ripple effect this is about to have on the Rams and how big a part of what they've been building has been and ro how big a part of that Robert Woods has been uh, in what they have built in route to winning a Super Bowl, even though he was not able to play in the Super Bowl. So, uh, and by the way, what are you guys arguing about? It's certainly like on Facebook. I don't know what the hell is happening on Facebook. It's a bunch of you yelling at each other. I can't tell who's yelling at who because all it does is show that show me the comments as opposed to who's sending them to who. I don't know what you're arguing about that has to do with Ryan Tannehill. If somebody wants to let me know so I can catch up on the discussion because I've been sitting here talking about Robert Woods and you guys are carrying on your own show. It seems like, or at least on Facebook, YouTube and Twitch and Twitter are hanging with me. They're keeping the train of thought. God knows what's happening on Facebook tonight. You guys are going to have to fill me in at some point. And then I can see if uh, I can see if I can get your attention spans to snap back to it. Uh, Derek Othello West says some idiot talking about Baker Mayfield talking, talking. What about saying? What about Baker Mayfield? What is the, uh, oh, they are arguing about Tannehill and Baker Mayfield. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Surely to God, somebody is not saying, no. Surely to God, somebody is not saying that 
Baker Mayfield is better than Ryan Tannehill? Who among you? All right, show yourself. I promise that I will. I won't yell at you, but I want to have. I want to have a talk, just you and me. Whomever this, whomever this individual is. I don't know if there's mul- if there's multiple of you. Again, I'm only just now catching up on the chat. Please reveal yourself to us. Um, the chat has apparently already identified you. I have not been able to see it. Please, dear God, somebody tell me that Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Please, dear God, somebody try and make the argument with me that Baker Mayfield is better than Ryan Tannehill. I'm begging you. Please, please. I that's been. I haven't gotten paid. It's it's honestly it's a shame because I don't like getting upset when I do the show. But the show is infinitely better when somebody pisses me off, and I'm I'm dying for that kind of juice, baby. Come on, I dare you. I nobody nobody wants to cop to it now. <laughs> nobody wants to cop to it. I'm look. I'm waiting. I'm sitting there waiting. I don't want to derail the whole show. Just because the face, because just because I love you guys on Facebook, you're all batshit crazy, but I love you to death. Um, <laughs> Facebook is the only place where the replies are allowed. It gets crazy sometimes. Just Sean Gill, I guess, man. I uh, I guess that is so. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on and let's talk about the cheetah trade. Since nobody wants to, nobody wants to reveal themselves as the as the person who is interested in uh, in Baker Mayfield over Ryan Tannehill. What a delight. <laughs> Uh, oh, Jermail Cole uh, is is apparently the person. All right, Jermail. Well, I haven't seen Jermail out himself, so I will let him do that. If he wants to have a conversation with me about that, then he must bring that comment to the table, and I'll see if I can't catch it. Uh, Derek says he's about to switch back to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, you can't. You guys, I mean, I guess you can't respond to one another, but <laughs> it seems to get more out of hand on Facebook. Behave, all of you. All right, let's talk about the cheetah trade. Um this is the question that I want to ask you. Who got the better deal on the Tyree Kill trade, the Chiefs or the Dolphins? I think this is an interesting question. Let's talk about it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Who do you believe got the better of the Tyree Kill situation? I'll go through the trade with you in full detail. You will also hear from Ian Rappaport on this particular subject in just a moment. You guys let me know, and while you do, I, or while, yeah, while you do, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address without the stress for the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, of the Nashville Predators, and of me. I got my dream address without the stress, and there can be stress. The Ashton team removed that from me. I was I was petrified, petrified, when I went through the process of buying my first home. Gary and his team walked me through, all but all but physically held my hand through every step of the process, and they can do the exact same thing for you. And if you want a great career, the Ashton team is hiring. They hired 65 new agents last year. They're adding people to the team all the time. There's a lot of inventory, a lot of lot of houses to move. So if you want a great career and you want to work with the best in the business, go to GaryAshton.com and find out more about their free, uh, their free, um, oh, what's the word? Their free... I think it's a workshop. I think workshop's not the right word. Anyway, it's at GaryAshton.com. Let me not screw this up. Just go, go, go check out the big man's website. All right. He'll take care of you from there. He goes, I'm just, I screwed, screwed that up world. It's not a workshop. It's going to drive me crazy now. Why can't I think of the word? Anyway, so who got the better deal on the Tyreek Hill trade? Let's talk about this. So if you're not aware, and I don't know how you couldn't be at this point because the NFL has been batshit crazy. Uh, all basically for the last month. I mean, we're a month and like two weeks removed 
from the Rams being named the Super Bowl champions of the 2021 season. And since then, all it has done is gone completely wild. So the Chiefs traded Tyree Kill, he's a six-time Pro Bowler, uh, to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks. Okay, so we're going to go through the five draft picks. In 2022, all right, so this is all for this upcoming draft next month in Las Vegas. A first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick. Three picks this upcoming draft. Plus, in 2023, a fourth and a sixth. So five total picks, three in this coming draft, two in the next year's draft. Of course, it is pending a physical. Now, immediately upon arrival, they extended his contract. Four years, $120 million, $72.2 million guaranteed. He's got, he gets 52.5 and change million dollars at signing. This makes him the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. The $72.2 million becomes fully guaranteed at the start of the next league year. So the three-year total of the deal is $72.5 million. Damn, that's good money if you can make it. It's a good time to be a wide receiver. Uh, if, you know, I think I think your kids, if you're having kids, I think they should still grow up to play golf because golf is infinitely better on your body and you can play it for a lot longer and make good money doing it. But damn, if it doesn't sound appealing to be a wide receiver. In the NFL. So who wins this? Who wins this trade? Do you think Mayburn Wright says the Chiefs five picks? Cheetah got his money. Chiefs got the better deal. And and listen, I think there are some I think there are some. I think that makes sense. Right. I'll, I'll get into it here in just a second. We'll read more of your comments. But first, let's hear from Rap Sheet today on the NFL Network. And the Dolphins gave up a lot. Right. They gave up a first round pick. They gave up a second round pick. But they also still have a lot. Remember, the Dolphins have been wheeling and dealing uh, for the last several years, they got a stockpile of picks, including, by the way, two first-round picks next year. And they got Tyreek Hill, and they did not trade away any of their premium picks for the 2023 draft, plus they didn't trade any players. So think about what the Dolphins have done this offseason. They have loaded up Tyreek Hill, perhaps you've heard. They got Teron Armstead, perhaps you've heard about that as well. Several other offensive additions on the offensive line, in the backfield, now at receiver, building around Tua, trying to make him the best franchise quarterback they can be while sacrificing as little of the future as they can. So yes, the Dolphins give up a lot, but they still have a ton of they still have a ton of artillery next year to do more fun things. So uh that is Ian Rappaport talking about the Tyreek Hill trade on television today, NFL Network. Of course, that video is courtesy from. So you're you're looking at what so five picks to the Chiefs who get a bunch of cap space with the trading away of Tyree Kill. Uh, they have signed Juju Smith-Schuster and they've still got a half a billion dollar quarterback. Who's, I mean, Josh Allen's probably the most physically talented at the position right now, even though it's probably one A and one B between him and Mahomes. Mahomes really really good player, right? But that that group that that group that got paid after the Super Bowl. They were expected to win more Super Bowls, and now that that is splitting up, right? Uh, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, is no longer a part of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Tyreek Hill has now been traded away. Travis Kelsey is getting up there in age. That offensive line unit has completely turned over in the last uh, year and a half, basically the last calendar year and a half. Um, you're looking at a situation where Frank Clark is probably going to be out at some point in the near future. Chris Jones is getting older but can still play at a high level, so... Largely, you're seeing them move on from the team, the core of the team that won them the Super Bowl uh, 
a couple of years ago. That would have been 2019 is when the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So uh, you're you're going through the list of these things, and you're saying, all right, well, Chiefs can still add pieces around around Pat Mahomes, and one would assume that Pat Mahomes can make a wide receiver better, even though Tyreek Hill is. I mean, I was listening to Blaine Bishop uh, talk about this on on uh, Blaine and Mickey right after my radio show on the Zone today while I was driving back uh, while I was driving to meet my parents for lunch, and I mean, Blaine said he didn't know if it was just recency bias, but this is coming from somebody who played in the league. I, he doesn't know that there's a there's, there's a previous comp for somebody like Tyreek Hill because he's just so superhuman fast in the way and twitchy and just I don't know that there's been another player like him in football, athletically, like so, so athletically gifted and also a high-level wide receiver, also a high-level player at the position. So, you know, Miami's getting a good player, but here's the problem, right, with Miami. Because Miami's got draft picks to burn. They've got a great offense, at least on paper, with the free agent signings that they've made, with the way that they've drafted Jalen Waddell, uh, Chase Edmonds, the running back. They're obviously going to run the football under Mike McDaniel. They've got all of the things to make the offense go, except, man, I think that quarterback kind of stinks, right? <laughs> I, I, and I, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to, like, two is two is a tough evaluation. Even though, like, the issues with two, I was talking to Greg about this today on the podcast. It's a great podcast, by the way. It's called The Install. Go check it out. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, Greg and I go through the biggest headlines in the NFL. We also talk a great deal about the Tennessee Titans, obviously, because I'm based out of Nashville, and Greg does the podcast with me. Um, so I... I, the Tua thing, it's I, they're going to make it work around him, right? They're going to make it work as best they can around him, but he does have limitations as a player. So I don't know how much better you can do with Tua as your quarterback, but as Rap Sheet said, as Rap Sheet said, they have draft picks to be able to build uh, on in the future. So if they need a quarterback at some point, which I, they're probably not going to, I don't know how long Tua is going to last. I have no idea, right? The, the coaching staff could feel completely different about Tua than I do. Maybe Mike McDaniel truly is a believer. And like I said, I'm not, I am not a professional film analyst. I am somebody who was paid to watch and cover football, but my, my role, even though I've learned more about football in the last, I mean, certainly in the last like two years specifically of my, of my professional career than I ever knew about football before. Like it's, you know, there, there are people who obviously understand this on a much deeper level than I do, which is why I talk to Greg once a week, right? Because Greg can help make me and you guys smarter about what it is that we're seeing. So, you know, Tua has never been like a high velocity thrower, right? He's not going to bomb you down the field, but like, I don't know if Tua has what it takes to make this offense function at the level that it needs to, but Mike McDaniel just worked, just worked with a quarterback who had limitations and made it to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and just recently made it to the NFC Championship with Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's I don't they're not the same kind of player, but if if you were looking for somebody who can work with limited parts and build great offense around it, then yeah, that would be that would be the uh the situation for Tua in this what is this? This is year three of Tua, I believe. Year four, perhaps. I don't think it's been quite four. I think this is his third season coming up. Um, this is this sucks, man. My memory is getting so bad, guys. Like it's I don't know what happened. 
to me in the last calendar year. I don't think it's the brain fog thing that people talk about after they have COVID, but I have no idea because um, I haven't had COVID since August of 2020. But uh, yeah, man, I, my memory in the last couple of years is really, really struggling. So I need you guys to help me, you guys and producer Reed to help prop me up because I'm uh it's scary how hard it is for me to remember things that didn't happen that long ago. Um, let's see. Uh, that's all he has is speed, though. I would rather have Cup or Brown. Well, sure, but you're talking about – and it, no, it's not all he has is speed, Ryan. I think that's a fundamental misunderstanding of what Tyreek Hill is. Tyreek Hill is one of the most special players in the NFL. Uh, don't, don't just say – no. You know who just has speed? Oh, who is the dude who got drafted by the Dolphins in the first round? He lasted forever in the league. Damn, this is going to drive me crazy. This was like, this was more than 10 years ago. Um, shit, I can't remember his name. Um, but like Darius Hayward Bay is somebody who all he has was speed, right? Darius Hayward Bay was another first round draft pick. Uh, he's not the guy who I'm thinking of. That dude, that dude actually, I mean, the, the guy I'm thinking of though lasted a long, long time. I think he was most recently with the New Orleans Saints. If that helps anybody, uh, this is the same kind of thing that I was talking about with my memory, guys. This was not that long ago. He was just on the Saints like within the last five years. Anyway, um, it's not all he has is speed. Tyreek Hill is a hugely skilled player. I think that's insane. Uh, Orlando Jones wants to know, uh, is that where they caught the picture of you, Buck? Where? Caught me where? Oh, you're talking about, you no, know, that was not the that was not the Bigfoot picture that somebody put out that my buddy, uh, uh, that my buddy, um, Josh Griffin, who runs the, uh, no free ads, but who runs tin, tin roof on Demumbrian, um, snapped of me while I was trying to get my morning coffee before the radio show today. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I think that, the, I think that the chiefs are better off without Tyree kill. I think that Patrick Mahomes is more likely to make another Tyree kill than Tyree kill is going to make uh, Ted Ginn jr. Thank God, man. How, that was not that long ago. What ha Why, why was I not? Thank you, Dion and Bryce and Kevin and Chris. Ted Ginn Jr. That's exactly who I was thinking of. But see, like you guys know who I'm talking about, right? Ted Ginn Jr. made a hell of a career out of just being able to run fast. But that was all Ted could do, right? Like he was a first round pick. He had incredible speed when he came out um, in the draft process. Like that was like the Dolphins. I think I think that when it was still, I think it was still Cam Cameron was the head coach of the Dolphins when they drafted Ted Ginn Jr. in the first round. But yeah, he was absolutely uh he was absolutely the guy that I was thinking of. Thank you very much for uh for refreshing my memory that way. He was originally a Dolphin D good. He was a first round pick of the of the Miami Dolphins. Um, and you know, he made it as a as a as a return man too, right? Like that. Uh top 10 pick and the GM at the first press conference says we got a great returner. Yeah, it's a tough scene. BK Titans. Um, but anyway, uh, it's a lot longer than you think, Buck. What's a lot longer than I think? Ted Ginn's career or or uh what's a lot longer than I think? Ted Ginn's career or how long ago that he that how long <laughs> that's a funny comment. Bryce Erickson says Buck can remember Cam Cameron, but not Ted Ginn. Man, I don't I don't guys, I don't know. I think I think I honestly just need like not that I want to say this in the middle of work because I love I love doing the radio show. I love doing primetime. I love doing the podcast. I love doing the show with Greg. Um, but I think, you know, after after we get through the draft, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a vacation. <laughs> I'm gonna take a vacation because I'm trying to learn all the draft stuff and keep up with everything that's happening in March Madness and um and the Memphis Grizzlies who are about to beat the Brooklyn Nets on national television by 10 without Ja which is crazy to me, um, even though, you know, regular season, whatever. Like, I'm trying to keep up with everything, and I think my brain's just fried. 
at this point. You and your cats hitting that jazz cabbage. Yeah, the cats, you know, the cats hot boxing the house. It's very rude of them when I'm trying to work. The cats hot boxing the house when I'm trying to get things accomplished. Anyway, um, yeah, let's move on to silly season. I want to talk about the uh I want to talk about the craziest transaction that you have seen. Uh, please let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch of all of the transactions that have gone down in the last month and a half, which is the craziest uh, transaction that you have seen. Please let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it. Ryan Powell says of the of the vacation idea, you just went to Egypt, Ryan, buddy. I And, and yes, you're correct. I went to Egypt on the buy. But I did not. Egypt was not a vacation. I mean, listen, it's an incredible place. I hope that you guys get to go at some point in your lives. Um, it's one of the most, it's one of the most just truly beautiful and historically, historically impactful places in the in the entire world that you can go. I hope that you do that. But like I went to see family. I went off a off a road game weekend in New England where I, where I, and you know, not, not that you guys give a shit about my personal problems, because this is a truly personal problem, but I had a friend's wedding, a very dear friend's wedding Saturday night, had to leave the wedding Saturday night, have my girlfriend drive me to the airport, flew from Nashville to Boston in the middle of the night, got to Boston at 2 a.m., 2 a.m. Sunday morning, had a noon game against the Patriots. And you know, the journey to Foxborough is about an hour each way from Boston, where I was staying. So did the Patriots game, Patriots disaster, flew back to from Boston, Nashville, Monday morning, went to the radio station with my bags, did not go home, did three hours of radio, went back to the airport, got on a plane to go from Nashville to D.C., D.C. to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to Egypt, got stuck in Frankfurt for a day because I did not have the proper negative COVID test to leave the country of Germany and enter the country of Egypt. So I got basically quarantined like Tom Hanks in that in that terrible, you know, I think it's called terminal where he's living in the airport. That was me for a day, 22 hours there and plus a day that I got delayed, 22 hours back, two total days in Egypt really to go to my aunts and uncles who's in their apartments in their 80s to go say hi to them, to get back on a plane, to do 22 hours back and then do it all back over again, right? Like the the, the eat, listen, Egypt was great. I, I'm grateful that you guys gave me a little time off to go and do that because it was very important to me. I haven't been, uh, my dad, my dad's whole side of the family lives over there. My dad passed away in the middle of the 2019 season because of COVID. I haven't been able to go to Egypt since my dad passed away and see all my family members. So like this was a really, really big thing for me, but yeah, not, not vacation. <laughs> I really, I really, uh, I may not even, I don't even need a vacation. I just need a nap. I could use a nap. <laughs> let me, let me shut up at this point. All right. Silly season. What's the craziest transaction that you've seen? By the way, Grizz win 12 points over the Brooklyn Nets without, without John Morant. Badass 50 and 23. They're now the second best team in the West. All right, let's move on. And let's uh, let's uh, talk about the silliest or the most ridiculous transaction that you have seen in the NFL this offseason. Please let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. That is the place that you can go to get your college basketball fix. 
If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Yep, it's just that simple. If they win, you win. Sweet 16 starting tomorrow, by the way. That's exciting stuff. Um, and Sweet 16 for the women's uh, Lady Vols in the in Wichita. I had Kelly Harper, the head coach, on today. That's uh, So if you're a Tennessee basketball fan, Lady Vols fan, you can get in on the action there too. Uh, you can do same-game parlays, which allow you to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code A to Z Sports, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code A to Z Sports. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, what's the craziest transaction you've seen thus far? Um, <laughs> Baker for Tannehill says, Iro Carter. God, that's who he is. I'm, I don't have the energy to argue with you tonight about that. Uh, you guys waited to the end of the show to kick me while I'm down. Um, what's the craziest transaction you've seen? Percy Sledge, This and this is a good one, right? Watson, seeing how his status is still up in the air and you're forcing the fans to be okay with someone who kill, who clearly can't keep it in his pants. Man, I, I know I haven't talked to my Browns fans' uh, friends I had like I, I think I've told you guys this before. There's an oddly large contingent of Cleveland people that moved to Nashville, and or at least in the group that I happened to trip and fall into a couple of years ago. Some of my buddies, and uh, and I haven't talked to them about Watson if, if they're like conflicted about it at all. And what the Browns are telling you is that yeah, it doesn't matter what what his problems are and how our female fan base certainly feels about that because by the way, he was not. He's not innocent. He just wasn't indicted by a grand jury. There's a total difference there. That's why he keeps. Uh, that's why he keeps pleading the fifth in those uh, in those moments, and why he wanted NDAs to be signed by the uh, by the 22 women who have filed filed civil suits, which are still ongoing against him. The Browns didn't reach out to the lawyer. Browns didn't reach out to the victim. Uh, so the lawyer for the victims or the victims themselves, they. Just let the NFL, I guess, handle that part of it and said, yeah, we'll give you more money. We they Deshaun told him told them no the first time around. And then they came back and said, No, we are so desperate to not have Baker Mayfield play quarterback for us next year. Please, Deshaun, we'll give you all of the money. Uh, and we will do, you know, we will basically give you everything that you need. We will give you a million dollar salary this year. So if you get suspended, you're gonna get all of your money on the back end anyway. We're going to hook it up for you in ways that, you know, this is super problematic for people who have a problem with Deshaun Watson and what the situation that he has just gone through. Again, not innocent, just not indicted by a grand jury. Like that, I think that's a big misconception about the whole Watson situation. I know plenty of people who have been, who have struggled with how to talk about this because he's, you know, there's... There, it may not be grand jury worthy, but there's some kind of sexual predatory behavior there that is still deeply problematic. And all it's been is rewarded by an NFL franchise, um, you know, that's desperate to win because they're the Browns. Uh, you know, the craziest one to me, and I, you know, Greg and I were talking, Cosell and I were talking about this today. I, I had, I have trouble putting my finger on just one because all of them have such massive impacts for different reasons, but. Now, Greg's been covering the league a hell of a long longer than I have. Greg's been at every NFL combine since the combine started up. Greg is one of the people who is institutionally embedded 
in this sport. And I was like, Greg, you don't strike me as somebody. Well, I'll let you hear the clip for yourself. This year, it has it has felt like there are more consequential moves than any free agency that I can remember. Certainly, more quarterback movement than I can remember. Yeah. And I wonder if you have if you have had any takeaways about the way that teams are going about this this year, or is it just same old back to business? Try win the Super Bowl. Well, obviously that's the goal, but I think it's pretty clear with a number of signings and movement, not just quarterbacks, but in general, that, and and this is not a profound statement, but I think it's evident that you have to score on offense and you've got to get to the quarterback on defense. Yeah. And if you can't do that, if you can't get explosive plays on offense, and if you can't get to the quarterback on defense, you're going to have a difficult time in the way the league is, is, is structured now. Yeah. I mean, you see Chandler Jones going to the Raiders. You see Von Miller going to the Bills. Why do these things happen? We saw Tyree Kill, obviously, going to the Dolphins. Why do these things happen? Because, number one, you've got to create explosive plays offensively, and defensively, you've got to get to the quarterback. So, you know, I, I wanted to ask Greg, you know, am I just getting caught up in the recency bias? I I don't I don't think we are. I think this is the craziest NFL offseason any of us, at least in my lifetime, that I've ever seen. You, you guys, I mean, free agency has only really been a thing since the 90s, so it's not like it goes back much further than I do. So still, um, yeah. Devontae Adams leaving Aaron Rodgers to go play with Derek Carr was pretty, was pretty, like, oh, wow, how did that just happen, especially after all of the things that Rodgers just went through. But the the circumstance um, the circumstance with, you know, Von Miller going to the Bills for six years at the age of 33, you're talking about Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos. Matt, Matt Ryan is now an Indianapolis Colt. Carson Wentz is the quarterback for the Washington Commanders. Um, I mean, there's so many different ones. I do think because of all the circumstances, not just the football implications, but everything that's been around Deshaun Watson and to see the way that it panned out where Deshaun Watson is the one interviewing teams who will be competing for his services. Man, that's a that that's a total mind bleep um, with the way that the Watson situation turned on its head that way. And I mean... You know, if the league is going to let him play, the league's going to let him play. He's going to get suspended. And, you know, maybe Roger Goodell can take a whole nother year from him. And I don't know that that would be enough. I think Browns fans would freak out about it. I think Browns, I think the majority of Browns fans, if you ask them in an honest moment, would say, yeah, we just care about the guy throwing more touchdowns than the last guy. You know, that's just, and, and that's sports. It's, that's the, that's kind of the gross part about sports. But anyway. Don't want to end. Don't want to. I don't know why we ended the show on such a solemn note. There, sorry, didn't mean to do that. Anyway, um, great conversation. Thank you guys as always for your participation. We had a fun show tonight, a uh, little longer than usual, but there's a lot of shit to talk about, man. Please go check out the uh, the install. Uh, every Wednesday is when Greg and I do that podcast, even through the off season. Um, we'll certainly do it through draft. We haven't even gotten really to the draft stuff just yet but we'd love to have you guys involved with the show if there's questions you want me and greg to talk about please feel free to send them to my dms on instagram we'll certainly bring them up um radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow we've got ian harditz from pro football focus 
Uh, Lucas said we have a couple of other guests booked as well that I'm excited to talk to. And uh, I was talking to the Titans PR people today, and I think Robert Woods is going to be on the radio show. Probably we'll see. We'll see if we can get him on before the end of the week, but certainly by next week we'll have Robert Woods on the radio show. So we, uh, you know, if you're not, if you're subscribing to podcasts, if you're already checking out the install and you can't catch the radio show live, or you want to hear all the great interviews that we do on the radio show, a lot, a lot of which we play clips of for you here. Uh, all you got to do is check out the, uh, it's just called the Buck Rising Show, in your favorite podcast app. And certainly there will be a new episode of the 615 Sessions podcast uh, coming your way in the A to Z Sports podcast feed this Friday. John Burton and, oh, Ben Arthur are going to be my Titans media panelists. And that'll be a lot of fun. Can we DM you on Twitter too, says MB? You can, MB, but I'm way less likely to see it. Um, so. Yes is the answer, but I, I I'll I'll certainly try and check them. Um, but I get way and this sounds like a douchey thing to say, but I get I get way more DMs on Twitter than I do on Instagram. So I check my Twitter DMs less. It's probably a bad habit, but it's like email. You know, the more of it you get, the less that you want to read. Um, so Instagram is the best way to like directly get me to see it. But if uh, you know, I'll I'll make a note to. I'll make a note to go through and make sure that I uh, that I make that I'll keep an eye out for that DM specifically, MB. But if 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 the majority of you are on Instagram, that would be greatly appreciated if you send me send them to me on Instagram because that's way more likely that I'll, that I'll see it that way. Uh, Stephen Snyder says, "Damn, Buck had to wait. Brent, Dawn, and Slay already talked to him today. Damn, Buck Buck had to wait. What do you mean? Talk to who? I don't know what that comment means. Anyway, <laughs> let's end the show. I'll see you guys tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs>